0: This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Zanatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest.
1: I'm Daniel. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after.
2: I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Caesar. I was a, a slave worker for the uh, undead armies of Thay for 75 years.
3: And I'm Tinzian. Shall we start
4: this over again. I'm Dave. My name is Sabrayaniya Estalian. You can call me Sabray. I'm an agent of the Eladrin High Council. And it's been a long road from the High Forest to Winterhaven to here. (laughs) Some of the beauties of
1: D&D.
2: Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it.
0: Welcome to the show, I'm Genesee.
1: I'm Eric. I'm Daniel.
4: I'm Dave. And I'm Tinsian.
0: And this is Death Before Dishonor. I am shocked. Today is Friday, January 25th, and this is episode 92 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons & Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. Uh, last week, we finally got a chance to make camp, and I'm going to let Tinsian catch us up on... The events leading up to that, so Dungeon Master, you are a go.
3: The party has managed to make camp, as Anatari said, after their long encounter with the Dryo Assassins or spiders and potentially a Cosboid. And there's been a lot of issue where Caesar has been showing his age quite a bit and hey, watch appears it. to be... <laughs> hallucinating or something that there is a drow accompanying the party in some manner. Um, probably it's an observational spy at this point, or he just thinks that it's the, the ghost of too much drink. Uh, Xanatari and Thorn have pretty much collapsed, uh, asleep, and Fluffy is on a ledge outside of the rock. Um, kind of cave that the party is inhabiting. They're sort of on a drow highway. or Dungeon Master,
1: method. I think you're wrong on one count, is that I've got the first watch.
0: Yes, I have the second. Here's the first watch. <laughs> okay.
3: In other words, Thorn has parked himself, fallen asleep, occasionally snorts awake. <laughs> but I stand Sounds corrected. Like okay. Thorn, is, Thorn has got first watch. Sabre has done a neat thing with her outfit and uh, has pretty much set up the Marriott for herself uh, off in a corner. Thorn, mm-hmm. what sort of preparations are you making in terms of your watch?
1: Um, so, firstly, I would probably... Um be finding a good position or, or dark corner, maybe hidden behind a rock or something, um, where I'm not going to cast a shadow or, or or be seen, where I can still have a visible um, view of... I think there was two parts of the cave. There was, like, one entrance at the back of the cave and, and then the one where that we came through the small mm-hmm. opening. Mm-hmm. Um, so, given that Fluffy is at the front and he's pretty much got that covered... I'd probably be at, at the back at the other entrance just making sure that nothing will come through behind us and flank okay. us. Um, what else? Um what I would also like to do is similar to what I did uh, I think a little while ago where I um where I set up a uh, using a an elemental spirit. Mhm. Um, to mark a tree, I'd like to do the same thing in regards to maybe like a sentinel spirit type um, runic placement that'll trigger as soon as I or as soon as someone walks past it um,
3: do do you have and, much do you have much experience with being underground
1: um dungeon delving I do um. Underground, I mean, I guess it, it comes down to what type of underground. I mean, if these are sort of caverns and stuff, not so much. Um, well, you know, like like natural caves and stuff, but if it comes to things like, um, like built caverns and underways and stuff like that, you know, like a, a, a proper dungeon sprawling undercity, I guess, then yes, I have a little bit of experience.
3: For right now, um, these are caverns and, and natural works versus the, the proper dungeons. So, um... For whatever you're going to do, uh... Do you choose three or higher... Sorry, four or higher, or uh, three or less? Three or less. Okay. Sanitaria, would you take a 1d6, please?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, roll it, and... Let me know which side of the coin, per se. Three. Okay. Thorn, I'm going to let mm-hmm. you get away with doing your marking with yep. Elemental Spirit. Uh, probably not going to be quite all that effective this time around, but we'll have it pop up and we'll see what happens, if anything. And okay. I'd like you to actually make a Dungeoneering check, uh, so... Uh, 17 plus 11, 28. Okay. There's, you realize as you're thinking and worrying about light, um, that you have to kind of shift your thinking in this case because you're dealing with the drow who you don't recall seeing any sort of light sources, so you, you come to the realization that they must be using a form of dark vision. hmm And it is more about obscuring your heat, uh, trail and quote-unquote uh, light than it is a, a physical light source. So shadows are going to take on a new uh, challenge for you.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But uh, given your score, you find yourself a niche that seems to um, take care of the issue for what you plan okay. on doing. Excellent, thank you. Xanatari. Mm-hmm how are you doing this week?
0: I'm good. Xanatari is looking forward to the rest and, um, not too concerned about the unexpected draw or figure that Cesar has been mentioning. Um, she does believe that it's there, but that right now there's nothing that they can do about it. Um, keeping kind of a, a semi trust in thorn that he'll be able to alert us if something should happen. And, uh, and just too tired to to worry about it right now. So looking forward to recharging, being able to use her uh, combat spells again.
3: Okay. Um, as you lay down to sleep, you come to realize that your mental your mental block has gone off a couple of times in the span that it takes your head to hit your uh, backpack or pillow or whatever you're using
0: when you say my mental block are you trying to say that i'm feeling like mentally attacked that my uh my spell is going off like
3: something something mental is trying to reach out to you
0: oh okay reach out to me and
3: this happens as you're starting to lay your head down you're really tired it's 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 been quite an encounter and you just sort of go click, 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 and it stops.
0: I sort of go what?
3: The you, you, the, the the equivalent of the feeling of, this, of your bastion of mental clarity going off is like click, click, click.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, I would definitely pay attention to that. Um, and, you know, try to roust myself out of my tired state and sit up. And try to take, like, a general vicinity scan of uh, what I can kind of get with my mental clarity. Okay.
3: Um, there's nothing that you can see, um, there's nothing that you can necessarily feel, there, there's not a a sound that's going off to warn you, of anything. But at the, in the same time, you are starting to feel a bit of an absence, or maybe loneliness for, uh, communing with your deity.
0: Okay. Um... Well, I guess I would unwrap my holy symbol, which I've been carrying with me, and uh, you know, start to maybe try to polish that up, uh, take a look at it, make sure it's not beginning to rust or have any marks on it, um, and kind of sit Indian style on in my bedroll, leaning against the rock wall, beginning um, okay. to ponder that.
3: Okay. As you're working on that, uh, you f- you feel a natural sense of comfort. Uh, You don't feel any more, over the span of, say, 10, 15 minutes, you don't feel the Bastion going off. Um, It just seems to be the end of a long day. There's no uh, distortion or destruction of your holy symbol. It's It's just a far, far ways from the surface and the sound of true thunder. Even though you have been representing through the party the sounds of thunder and lightning that your deity does so love to dance to.
0: Okay. Um, well, then I would kind of stay up as awake as I can be, just thinking about those things, looking at the members of the party, I mm-hmm. guess just thinking about, you know, how far we've come and, and uh, you know, feeling lonely for my people at the same time is a kind of pleasure in the fact that we're all together and and you know, even though Subray is new and, and I don't know her that well, I guess just glad to see that we've all survived so far and we're getting closer to our goal, have a little bit of uh, focus towards that. Um, I would be watching Thorne, who would kind of be, I assume, lounging or staying near the entrance to our, our little cave and, uh, and considering speaking with him, but not sure if I would disturb the rest of the party.
3: Okay. Um... You are able to eventually pick out Thorn. Uh, you sort of see him, in in essence, hiding in plain sight, which looks kind of odd. But it seems to make a lot of sense to him. So, I'm I, not really something that you'd definitely call attention to.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. I would look at the other members of the party to see what they're doing. Okay.
4: Uh, Sabre?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: What are you doing? Did you crash out already, or...? No, she's probably leaning back, trying to just focus her mind a little bit because she's thinking about what uh, Cesar has been saying about this figure and trying to file through the arcane knowledge that she has in the back of her head. Mm -hmm. And after trying to focus a little bit, she'll try to, I'd like to make an arcana check to see if I can detect like something that's been cast on us or a spell field or something out there. Okay. Come on, 20. Oh, I'll take that.
3: Uh, 28. Okay. There is not exactly a spell field. There's not, uh, a spell in particular that appears to have been cast on anyone. But you're definitely, to use, to use the phrase, you're definitely in somebody else's backyard. Okay. There's a lot of, Magical energy that has been used—I want to say—underground uh, over the years, slash decades, slash however long you want to go back. But there is a lot of magic down here, hmm. and it doesn't all necessarily feel like the greatest stuff on the planet. Hmm. And given that the Drow are here and that this is part of their domain, it's easy to figure that this must be whatever um, energy is diverted towards
4: Loth. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. All right. But well. There
3: doesn't seem to be anything slithering around that's going to uh,
4: uh, attack. Okay. Well, she'll ponder that for a minute and then kind of sigh quietly and then lean back and start her meditation. Okay.
3: Um... As you begin your your meditation, you sort of feel that something's interested in you.
4: Great. (laughs) Okay.
3: It's kind of a kind of a casual, almost amused, without without being sarcastic.
4: Is this like a local feeling, or just something in general?
3: Um, you don't necessarily feel that your attentions are going unnoticed. Okay. Hmm. And depending on how you, if you, you know, do you, do you take a look around? Do you break your meditation? Do you keep going?
4: Mm, I think if she feels that, yeah, she'll definitely open her eyes and kind of scan around and see if she can feel where that's coming from or notice something.
3: Well, the only only thing that you can evidently see is Xanatari with her judging, judging eyes, (laughs) sitting there looking at each member of the party, sizing them up. kind of just looking and going at everyone. And when you happen to open your eyes, she's sort of looking in your general direction.
4: Okay. We don't, we didn't put any light up, did we? It's all, I'm just using my dark vision to see everything. Um, yes. Okay. Hmm. She'll, uh, she'll notice that Sanitary is looking at her and she'll kind of, cock her head to one side, and she'll say, I'm surprised you can't sleep, Storm Priestess.
0: Hmm. I would look back at Sabre in and, and the usual, you know, I have trust for her, but not reveal everything. <laughs> I would uh, say it's been a while since I've had a chance to meditate and to pray to my god. And, uh, considering all we've been through, I feel pretty grateful for the assistance. Uh, I'm also a little concerned about what Caesar said and, uh, uneasy.
4: Well, that's perfectly understandable. This, uh, being in the underdark is definitely not a place to put one's mind at ease. Um, I've done some checking on my own to see if there was any kind of magical influence to any of this. And I can't seem to find anything. I'm not sure that that means that it's not there or not, but the Underdark is definitely a place of contradictions and ways of making you question yourself.
0: Hmm. The quicker we can get out of this, the the better I will feel. I don't like the caves underground, the darkness and the disadvantage of being able to see. Mm-hmm.
4: I, I, I hate just, to to disappoint you some there, but uh, if if where I think we're going is in the indication, we're probably going to be down here for some time.
1: Um, I'd like to weigh in at this point, and Thorne uh, would say I just think the old man's lost it. Spent too much time with that war-forged head. <laughs>
0: think he's seeing things and hearing things his circuits are crossed
1: a little bit i mean being under here in the dark could probably drive anyone mad
0: i hope for our sake that you're wrong we need Caesar to be functional
4: well it was quite a day for him i do feel bad for him though he did put a lot of work towards that <laughs>
3: It is said sometimes that when one looks into the darkness that sometimes the darkness responds. frill <laughs> Thorn and Sabre, mm-hmm. as your conversations die die out with Sanatari, do um, you get the feeling that you have been asked individually, not with words, the question of do you want power? And before we move on with that, I'm going to pause and go, Cesar! 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 Cesar this is your brain! Are you there? Hello? Huh? huh? What? Cesar, what? this is your brain! What? What do you want? I turned you off i I know you're kind of overlooking stuff. What? this this trial business. Kind of nasty, isn't it? Yeah? couple couple too many questions. What? When have you been one to turn off a question? Uh, what do you want? I want you to think. It's my job, but you're supposed to understand it. Okay. What do you want me to think sense- about? Well... You're just going to... ...go to sleep and get your throat cut by... ...this drow? No! cut <laughs> cut my throat five million times already! Well... Then we, ...then we have a bit of a quandary then, don't we? Yeah! Doesn't... doesn't quite... ...doesn't quite add up, does it? No. I don't like
0: it. <laughs> He's like, leave me alone. I want to sleep. Shut up, so no, you, know mean,
3: shut you know what this means if we if we form a proper theory, then what? Maybe we're the drow. What? <laughs> well, we don't quite remember our childhood, do we? Slave pits and all. Huh? Well, as little as we can. We well, keep it that way. That old bitch did did a lot of magical transformations and stuff. What's your I mean, point. I mean there's there's only a couple of us down here and we're all somewhat accounted for.
0: He's trying to say you're a proud black woman and you don't need no man. <laughs> you just don't know it.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Sorry.
4: Slash derail. <laughs> know, what?
2: What was that you said again? I nodded off there for a minute.
3: Well, you know, if, if 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 we're all accounted for, and you know, we we did we did do that rather impressive bit of magic, but, but um, you're welcome. But um, hmm maybe we're the draw. 'Cause they're not the drow, or maybe they are, but hmm, bit of a quandary. At which point you somewhat hear the sound of a what you think is a knife being scraped over a whetstone. Where? How close? Where? where? Oh, just you know. So it's it, it's it's that sort of dreamy kind of nightmare God. sound.
2: Hearing that, Cesar sits bolt upright and looks around to try to find
1: it. <laughs> I think, uh, I'd glance over at Cesar. Um, kind of curious as to what his problem is.
0: Did um, hear that? Do we hear him talking to himself? Like, is he doing that out loud while he's sleeping? Or is it all in his head? All in his head. Okay. H- hear what, Cesar? It's
3: like, ah. Uh...
2: A knife on a
1: on a stone. Um, I'd look past Cesar over his shoulder at Zenatari and like twirl my finger at my temp
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would shrug back at him nonchalantly. Um, I'd like to make a
1: perception check and see whether I actually hear the um the knife being drawn. Okay. So active listening, um, in this case, so I can yep. put him at ease. Um, 18 plus 16 is math. <clears throat> That's 24. 34.
3: Okay. Uh, you can hear nothing. Um, there's a couple, couple rats around, but they don't sound to be of the dire variety, so you're, you're pretty safe, but, um, nobody seems to be grinding any knives.
1: Okay. Um, I'd attempt him I attempt to put him at ease with sarcasm and (laughs) say Cesar there's no knife you're just hearing rats playing the violin
2: Uh, I uh, I suppose I dreamt it or what not I can't seem to
1: Mm. oh my god what's that behind you
0: Here, cold, <laughs> cold man. Seeing nothing,
2: Cesar turns around and hucks something hard and metal, metal at Thorn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> can I? Can I dodge? Oh, can I move out of the way? I don't know what uh, acrobatics. Right. I guess I could just yeah. do a
2: melee basic versus your reflex. Yeah, you
0: could, could do
2: that. Try ranged that. basic versus your reflex. Sure, yeah, do, do that. that. Uh, Where is my no oh, uh, the. 15.
1: Uh, reflex 19. Good. Okay. <laughs> clank, clank, clank. Um, <laughs> I would... Uh, I'd grin and then go back to watching the black hole of nothingness. <sighs>
3: okay. um, you will note that where the metallic object struck the ground and part of the wall near Thorn, there's a brief burst of bioluminescence. Does that seem out of the ordinary? Um not having had much experience underground and so forth in this thing, it wouldn't strike you as odd that there'd be some moss or lichen or something that may have some mm-hmm. light giving properties. It's it's very faint. It's just okay. kind of like little scars of light where it it hit, so it's not suddenly spreading and we have a, a vagus
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> going on here,
3: but um do you go back to bed
2: yeah in a huff ah.
3: you, you close your eyes and you your brain starts up again for a moment but bear with me here this is going to take a couple minutes so um, apologies to the to the others for the bit but Cesar has ah. it occurred to you that Something is missing here, in being overlooked, and it's quite as plain as our nose on our face. Well,
2: I don't know about being plain. I know that I know I'm seeing something, and doesn't seem to be noticed at least as easily by the others. Uh, but I haven't been able to work it out, which is odd in and of itself.
3: As you answer yourself, uh, it's not your the voice in your head that replies, but it's sort of this um, voice that sounds like the most favorite woman you've ever talked to. And I'm not going to do a good woman's voice, so I won't. <laughs> and it's asked plain. Oh. You don't want to be plain, do you?
0: Is it Sandra, or which one would that be? (laughs) 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 Hey?
2: Hey? I think I'm... That wouldn't be quite the word to
3: describe me or my life, to be honest. Okay. Well... If you open up your eyes, you'll no doubt see what's there before you.
2: Caesar opens his
3: eyes. You are standing overlooking a wide expanse of plain. Um, there's grass. It's definitely the material plane from which you can tell. And Mm -hmm. there is a city off in the distance. And the city is burning. Okay. There are a number of figures about you. And they are running in the direction of the city, which is probably about a mile away, as if there's been some sort of great charge against it. And these are the last of the group that did the charge, because Down below you, on the plane, heading into the city, there is just a teeming horde Mm -hmm. of figures. Okay. And as the first motes of ash and dust from the direction of the air that the fire is carrying lands upon your cheek, you, you come to realize that you are actually quite higher off the ground than you're normally used to standing.
2: Okay. So, am I floating? Or am I upon something?
3: Uh, are you looking and actively trying to figure this out, or...? Um,
2: the well, thing is, he, when he was... Oh, he just opened his eyes to see... He'll, without moving his head, just look down, with just with his eyes.
3: Okay. Um... You see that you are bare of torso. Mm-hmm. You are apparently quite muscular now. Mm-hmm. Um, you're kind of a mm, semi-sickly Ashley color. Ash color. Ashley. What's <laughs> your
0: new name?
2: It's <laughs> another favorite.
3: Your you don't seem to have legs, but you seem to have at least four. Spider-type legs. Uh, uh, You are armed with a most vicious-looking polearm.
2: Okay.
3: Huh. Do you want to continue to look around, or do your eyes kind of snap back to the city?
2: Um. Just, I think they'll just stay. My eyes will stay pointed sort of down, stunned at what's below. Um, Does it seem like I have control over this body?
3: Um, For what you can see so far, yes. It it appears that you do have control over it.
2: Okay. The figures around, what do they look like?
3: Um, They are cloaked. It is still twilight. Um, You've come to realize that even though you can see pretty well your eyes are not feeling so accustomed to even this amount of light, mm-hmm. um, but they are blue to some shade or another okay. and have a sort of silver, silverish hair of one shade or another. Okay.
0: Hmm.
3: And they are moving with purpose and they right. are armed to the teeth. Okay. Oh, and you see... Probably at every hundred uh, feet or so, there's something else that looks kind of like what you might look like.
2: Oh, okay. another figure that seems to have the same body that Cesar does currently.
3: Yes, except they're blue and they have a, a giant spider body attached to their torso.
2: As opposed to just four legs?
3: Um, you haven't looked back yet.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but they're blue, whereas I'm Ashley.
1: Yes. Okay. I thought you were Sezzle. <laughs> hey, <Sarah>. Not now.
3: <laughs> Some, sometimes these operations happen in Mexico, and they don't go quite as planned.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a cardboard sign with <laughs> Sharpie on it should have been a key.
0: In the yeah. days of Tenochtitlan, this is how you got it done. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Montes was revenge. Never ha- had such a. Otherwise. Oh God!
2: <laughs> wow. So he's just gonna look ahead again, and think to himself. Try to in you know think, speak to whoever he was speaking to. Or
3: what am I seeing? You hear the sharp retort of a woman's voice. You are seeing what you should be attacking, and if you turn your head, there is a female drow with a whip, and how she is moving the whip um, shows that she means to strike in your direction.
2: Okay. Can I dodge it and attack in turn?
3: You can. Okay. Would like to. Okay. Uh, go ahead and attempt to dodge.
2: Okay. Um, I'll make it I guess acrobatics check or something unless it's an attack roll. Mm-hmm. I don't know what bonuses I should be using, so I'll just tell you
3: my roll. Yep. I rolled a four. Oh. You have the feeling that even if this part of you wish to resist? Yep. How dare you? How could you? The fact that you are even being spoken to, let alone directed, is too much awesome for you to handle. Okay. You could not dare to even conceive, especially with the additional training you had to go under. Of doing anything to get out of the way of this or any other female drow,
2: okay, and this is something that I just feel inside just like
3: it's it's sort it's sort of like you're the voice plunked into this other body. You can scream all you want, okay in space, there's no one to hear you scream, yeah, basically, <laughs> okay,
2: um well.
3: Do you this want to sigh and wake up? Do you think that you're asleep? What do you kind of think that you're...
2: Um, I don't think Cesar thinks he's asleep. I don't think he's really had anything like this before. Um, and ever the one to try to learn, I think mm-hmm. he's going to try to continue it for as long as possible, which I think in his mind means giving over to the this stronger urge of whatever this other presence is that he's within. Okay.
0: I have to ask, this isn't triggering my bastion of mental clarity. Like, I'm not feeling like there's a psychic assault or anything that, that I'm getting while he's doing all this. Oh, on you? No. It doesn't matter. Like, it's allies as well. No. Okay. Okay. Carry on.
3: Nope. Um, in, this, in this case, this is this is something else worming its way into the apple. Um, can we
1: can we safely assume that the dream is collapsing?
3: <laughs> Cesar, uh, sorry, um, Cesar, we will return to you in a mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Sabre Mm-hmm. and Thorn and Xanatari. Mm-hmm. Something about this cavern. Sort of the not the feeling of time and space, but there's a there's a subtle change in the cavern in what regard well, for you thorn there's stuff starts to smell
1: different. <sighs> <Cesar>. <laughs> <laughs> And
3: and and actually, you're kind of right. In that, Caesar doesn't smell quite the same right now. Um. Maybe it's just kind of the 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 festering drow blood, or spider guts, or something. But there's there's a there's a subtle kind of darker smell. Okay. Um, maybe, not, maybe, and I not, know, maybe not fear, but maybe kind of power. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but there's...
1: Alright. Um, and do I notice... Do I do I recognize the smell coming from Zeza, or is it just in the general vicinity?
3: Um, Your. are your clan leader whenever he receives these artifacts there's something i don't know it's just it's just it's just something that
1: That's, so the, it's like a familiar aura or something that i've i've felt before like in regards to a, a powerful artifact or
3: yeah but it's more just kind of the haha i am getting stronger i will just sort of that air of of uh, authority that's kinda a little twisted. Okay. Um. I, I'm sorry for the listeners. I'm trying to explain this and I'm just drawing blanks, but hopefully you can kind mm. of follow along.
1: Okay. So um, I guess I'd I would turn back to Cesar Um, and, and look at him. What is what is Caesar doing to to my eyes? Like he sat bolt upright.
0: We just lost him. You can continue, but he'll come back.
3: S- Caesar kind of is laying there, and he has a hand sort of pawing or clawing at the ground.
1: Um, uh, being on watch, I guess I would notify everyone else of what Caesar is doing, and move to go sit i think closer to him to okay. to ensure that he's okay i mean he's still a party member yep.
3: um you don't smell anything herbal or medicinal in terms of a poison mhm so there hasn't been any poisons um that you can smell him either sweating out or uh having been applied within the cavern
1: okay um I don't have any particular skill in in healing or or anything like that to determine whether he's actually okay or not. Um, I think I'd probably get um, Xanatari's attention. Um, I'd probably turn to Xanatari and and say, um, Xanatari, you might want to come and have a look at Cesar.
0: Okay. I would hear him say that and then have my attention drawn to Cesar. Um, Is he the farthest away right now between myself and Sabre? Yes. Okay. Um, I would make my way over to Cesar, keeping an eye out at the entrance while I'm doing so, and take a look.
3: Okay, uh, Thorne, I, I trust that you relay the pertinent information?
1: Uh, I was about to say, yeah, I was, I was going to then tell Xanatari, um, when she gets closer, in a hushed tone, um, not to share with Sabre, Um, only because I have, I have my own personal doubts. Um, I, I basically whisper in a, in a, in a hushed tone, um, says it doesn't smell right.
0: Okay. I would like to roll an insight to see if I can determine if this is magical in nature or it's like physical as in he's ill. Okay. Ooh, uh, 38, natural 20.
3: Wow. Natural 20. Da, da, da.
0: I determine all the names of everyone says there's ever been within the last six months and I wretch.
3: <laughs> That'll be a will save versus coma. <laughs> <laughs> because along with that list is everything that he's done. <laughs> um,
2: just the time that it would take to process all <laughs> the content. I
3: the lister, all the offense. It'll go hey. into synd- it'll go into syndication in no time. Um, you you realize that what at first appears to be a old man having a nightmare mm-hmm. is when sort of looking around with uh, your your lower light vision you come to realize that there is something shadowy that appears draped over Caesar.
0: Okay, of a magical nature?
3: Um, of a something nature. There, there's something <laughs> shadow-based. <laughs>
0: this it's is what I up. get for natural 20. Well, of a natural 20! Well, something I, I, nature.
3: I, I, you, what you are seeing isn't something that is, like, a magic item, but you are seeing something that is trying to graft itself onto Cezar. It does not okay. look like it is a physical manifestation, like a, an actual cloak that somebody threw over him. right. But where his face is, you're sort of looking at if there was Caesar, another Caesar overlaid slightly at not matching up.
0: Am I seeing a like a consolidated source from like where this is from, or is it just covering all of him equally?
3: it's kind of covering him equally. You realize that there is some other source that looks a lot like the shadows that you fought mm-hmm. previously, but this is instead of being a pure, inky, just black mm-hmm. with red eyes, you are seeing something with the ethereal outline of Caesar. Overlaid, not perfectly with Caesar.
0: So it's an actual like living creature. This is not a, a spell or something like that. This is a creature it's or not, a, it's, a being. It's
3: not. It's not a spell, but you are seeing, you are seeing something happening here that with your twenty,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you're almost seeing something trying to either move its way into Caesar or something coming out of Caesar.
0: Okay. I'm just that's, trying that, to determine its nature point. because I'd like to attack it. If it's a spell, I'm going to arcane attack it. If it's an actual creature, I'm going to physically attack it. But I need to determine this so I can take care of it.
3: Your first feeling would probably, especially with a 20,
0: mm-hmm. would
3: be to get Bert out.
0: Okay. Then I will do so. I will get out Bert and look at his shining, glowing, circular light and shine it closer to him so I could hopefully get a better look at this shadow that I'm detecting. Okay.
3: The... the 20 is... is just showing you this thing that probably you wouldn't be able to pick up otherwise. As you pull out bird and activate it, the... what's called the other scissor?
2: hmm
3: That... the eyes on that scissor open and turn suddenly towards you. And they are a most Maleficent Red.
0: Hmm. Okay, uh... I am going to use my Holy Cleansing, okay. um, which is a minor action, but it is my daily, so one shot, basically. Okay. Um, it is holy, it's going to be healing energy that I can direct to him that would drive out disease and other ills. It's right. divine, and I'm hoping that just the fact that it's a holy uh, spell, and I'm going to take out my holy symbol as well, mm-hmm. and thrust it in the face of the red-eyed Caesar will mm-hmm. cause some sort of reaction, because um, I'm guessing this is, like you said, some sort of an evil or dark manifestation. Mm-hmm. So, there you go.
3: Um, counting into this, I'm going to continue with your 20 because the um, description that you got was lacking in terms of a proper epic. But for what you want to do, it'll happen. And Bert also kind of freaks the heck out and blasts Cesar uh, with additional lights. sort of focuses in and... Um, Hits him with a very good amount of light. Cesar? Yes? As you're there, as you start to give into the nature of what you are, and you focus back onto the city, you realize that there is what appears to be, um, and you sort of kind of remember hazily off in the back of your mind that There's a substance called Greek fire or white phosphorus. There's Uh something along those lines. And there's a large, what appears to be catapult boulder, coming your way from an entrenchment that has not been fully overrun yet down on the field. And sadly your reflexes in terms of observation appear a little lacking, and it's gotten the better of you. Okay. As this boulder with this white phosphorus or Greek fire or whatever you wish to call it lands, there's a a blasting white light, and suddenly you are plunged into darkness... Aside from the fact that there appears to be some sort of light glaring over you. There is a rock floor underneath you. And there is Xanatari looking like she is moving heaven and earth. And perhaps a good deal of the celestial planes hmm. in your general direction. Ah! Ow! What's going on? Oh, in Caesar. The last thing you hear is sort of this female chuckle, laughter kind of thing. Almost a a mean giggle, as if you have been a plaything. Wow. Hello,
0: everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as this happens, I'm going to try to see if I can somehow visually trace the... The shadow that's here—if it like retreats and there's a trail that can be followed, or if it's something just dissipates—the
3: um, shadow or whatever it is um, disintegrates after being blasted. Okay. But okay. You, you, you do you do feel that your efforts uh, were well rewarded?
0: Okay. I would help Cesar up and uh, just check him over to make sure that he he seems like physically unharmed.
3: He seems to be none the worse for wear, aside from very tired and obviously agitated.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, did, what
2: did you, uh, What did you just do to me?
0: <laughs> Can't we ever have a restful night's sleep?
2: <laughs> I don't know. This was our first try.
0: <laughs> That's about right, isn't it? Um, I would explain to him the the shadowy figure and the malevol- malevolence of it, and, uh, that it's been driven away, and ask, uh, what happened, and, and what what's going on, like, how, how did he get in this state?
2: Well, uh, uh, my brain wouldn't shut up, and it was bothering me, and, uh, and I heard this other voice, it was a woman's voice, and uh, it, it exhorted me to open my eyes, and, uh, while doing so, I found myself on a vast plain. Surrounded by uh, hundreds upon thousands of, of, of drow all rushing at a burning city. And uh, I, I looked down, and I was some sort of uh, a drow spider hybrid myself. And there was a. This woman was a, a female drow exhorting me forward, and I. Was curious. I thought it might be some some vision, maybe giving us uh, direction or or something to that nature. At least something to be learned. Uh, I remembered I was I was laying here just a moment uh, previous, so I uh, gave in and uh, uh, just then a a huge ball of uh, of of bright fire came flying
1: at me, and all of a sudden, back I came. You'll be shocked yes. by this revelation. Yeah, yes. i seen the plans of Sauron. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you'll hear Sabre gra- gasp from uh, where she's standing. Oh,
3: hey, did, Sabre, did you, did
4: you have the same Yeah, when whenever Xanatari's light show went off, she would have jumped to her feet and drawn her sword out. Did you blast any rocks with your hand? <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: You're not the only one who can make rainbows.
4: <laughs> no, but uh, she did pull something out of her vest that she has in her other hand. Eh? Okay. Oh. No.
1: And you were there. And you, <laughs> you were there. You weren't there, but you were there. And, and that. you were there
3: as a rug for somebody. Eh? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um Sanitari.
0: Yes. Um Okay. Uh, just shocked by this revelation and uh and obviously now identifying the source of what's attacking Caesar, I would ask him if he feels this is connected to the one Drow, drow, One Drow scenario. Ah, uh, well if
2: if the vision can be linked to my brain not shutting up, then I would, I would definitely say so, but uh, one can't be sure. It's a bit of a leap logically. I suppose we could try to work under that hypothesis until proven otherwise.
0: Okay. Thorne,
3: you, you, you've heard big words used. <laughs>
4: <sighs>
1: uh...
3: Oh, by the way, he doesn't smell different now.
1: Um I would probably take a a couple of large sort of like sniffs, so sniffing at the air. Um determine all is is well for the most part and um give Caesar like a half-hearted pat on the shoulder or something like that. Um not to me to seem too sentimental or Soft, you know, just uh, a clap on the shoulder, and, and goes back to his watch. How about them bears? <laughs> <laughs> How about that sporting team? The that that game last night was really something, huh? The gnome yeah, They put boy. the
2: the wicket with the cricket
1: and the the balls and the thing, right, Daniel? That, that, the that really that gnome, flew. Yeah, that gnome and the cannon, boy, did it really do
3: stuff? Hey, <laughs> okay. um. Sabre, and then Xanatari.
4: Um, after listening to Cesar's description and seeing kind of what was going on, she's almost pretty livid and kind of trembling a little bit, more enraged than anything. And you hear, you hear her say, damn her, and then she starts cursing in a language you don't understand. <laughs> oh.
0: Thornish. It's spreading. It's mm-hmm. popular among all the races.
4: Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Xanatari. I think I cut you off midstream last time.
0: Um, I would look at Thorn and give him an approving nod and <laughs> fist to the arm. And, uh, you know, that was good to notice. I'm glad that he noticed that about Caesar. Um, averted some disaster. And, uh, I guess. At this point, um, try to assess if there's any more danger and if there's not, move back towards um, my bedroll and try to resume sort of a restful state.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Cesar?
2: Um, This is actually a little upset. He wanted to explore that more, but that, you know, it might have been just an attack since they did... Determine something on their end And you know that whole Badness thing um, It's very eloquent uh, So um, Just Experimentally he'll He'll lay back down And and try to put himself In the same state of mind to maybe be Receptive to something similar again
3: okay. Um, As you're Starting to do that your brain chirps in with the question of did that drow you saw have a whip or not? Yes. And it's just sort of a question question poised with no real answer given, but
0: (laughs) la 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 (laughs) la
3: your brain your brain actually seems kind of disgusted with you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> nothing to see here move along um the party is able to get back to their normal routine but to Caesar especially and maybe to um, Sabre with the given the language and Sanitari giving the uh the wariness and Thorin just giving a damn um the party is able to get through their entire rest cycle, their shifts, their changes of the guard and so forth. But there's an underlying feeling that perhaps the only reason why you have it is because whoever owns this particular situation has dressed you all in cute little outfits like some little pets, and then lost temporary interest in you. But that you are in a very, very big cage. Sanitary, take us out.
0: Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd 4 dishonorcom subscribe on iTunes, and find us on Twitter at DeathD4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area podcast about advice and interviews and relationships between gamers at Genesee.com or SignalsMedia.com. Join us for our worldwide adventure and stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. Chat room, we will do a second episode, so if you hang out for five minutes so we can eat really quickly, um, we will be back to do a, a second follow-up episode. Um, So please hang on and subscribe if you have not.
3: This podcast is a part of the Signals
2: Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to signalsmedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really?